Face-to-face, healthy relationship talk radio with one of the leading specialists and foremost authorities in healthy techniques in relationships. Learn why honor, beauty, leadership, and self-help is important for your empowerment. Get practical information on why you attract your opposite with balancing self-love and health. Also, listen to proven strategies to avoid major interrelationship mistakes that keep you bonded and push people away. Now, here's your relationship specialist and host, Daiya Six. Hey, I want to know, did you guys miss me because I missed you? Like always, welcome to Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio, one of the only shows dedicated to providing you with love, health, natural beauty, self-help, compassion, all while helping you with empowerment and what? Improving always. I am your relationship specialist and host. What do they call me? Dio Six, of course. Hello, beautiful geniuses. How are you? you and how is everyone you care about how is everyone you say you love right now let me explain why I am feeling this type of way and why I ask that even though I always ask you guys those questions but I'm feeling a certain way today because I want to announce how I've been uh, feeling this week I've had a friend who I used to work with years ago and this week I found out that his twin brother passed on and decided to retire from this realm. And so I wanted to know if he had any complications in his body, you know, like, you know, were there any illnesses that maybe a doctor didn't, um, you know, catch, you know, could there have been a reason that have increased his retirement out of his body? So um, come to find out, we found out that he had diabetes, but they knew about it and he caught it later in life. Now, I'm not sure if any of that had anything to do with his passing recently. But, you know, the thing is, you know, when I was when I when I when I found out that he had decided to switch over, it reminded me of my best friend that had passed the same way that he did when I was like 21 years old and I won't ever forget, but it affected me so great. Right. And guess what? Guess how he passed you guys. He passed. And I feel in one of the most peaceful ways that anyone can go. And just like my best friend, he passed in his sleep. Okay. And when I found out that he passed in his sleep, it just took me right back. I started reminiscing about my best friend. And uh, with my best friend, I won't ever forget because she had just had a baby and we stayed on the phone for at least till two to three o'clock in the morning talking about, you know, her new baby and, you know, her new son and all of these great things. And she wanted me to be the godmother. So we had all of this great stuff. And I think I was the last person to speak with her um, unless she said goodnight to her mom around two or three o'clock in the morning, you know, and that next morning she never woke up. But what I want to ask you, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because if you had information about your life, like what your last days on earth would be or when, you know, or if your body decided to stop functioning anyway, if you had any of that information, how would you start to react to people? How would you start living your life? What are some of the things that you would do right now if you found out any of that information? Who would you apologize to or announce how much you love them? Right. I ask these questions because if you can come up with any answer right now, then you've just reminded yourself on what you need to do 
now. And this is a reminder that you should not wait for a catastrophic event to happen. You need to be doing it now. Okay. So is this going to be a sad show? Not at all. We are going to have so much fun and entertainment. And um, I'm so happy that you guys are here because you know what? I know you guys want to know what the topic is going to be about. So I'm ready to spill the beans. Anyways, let's get into into today's topic. Today's topic is your relationship with seeking your soulmate. What is your destiny when it comes to your soulmate? Will you ever find your soulmate, right? Is there such a thing? And if so, if you want to know your destiny about your soulmate, can it even be accomplished? Can you even know your destiny? Do you have any clue on what it takes, right? (laughs) So anyways, you guys, guess what? We have a blessing coming to you guys because our guest today is definitely certified to help us with understanding some of these questions that we have, right? And we're going to talk to her about all of this. And guess, guess what she needs? All she needs is your hand because your hand evidently tells you a few things. Also, we're going to find out why I thought I should have been dead by now based on my understanding of palm reading. I'll I'll express and explain that to you guys as well. Following a fun and entertaining show on palm reading for some of our listeners and members of the HRT community, they were brave enough to send in their palms to see what it says. Can you believe that? And last but not least, a reading I'll get in front of all of you. What does Daia Six Palm say? All of this right here, right now. So since we have a lot to cover and learn, guess what? We got to get started with all this entertainment, shall we, Roy? Let's go. Some people always want to know what's in their future, right? They always want to know what's in store for them. And I have to admit, I love being entertained and I am nosy when it comes to what I'm getting in life. I'm nosy when it comes to what I'm attracting and why. So, you know, I bring you some of the best people in the world on the show, right? Our guest will explain her approach on palm reading and how she helps singles seek their soulmate. Soulmate, excuse me. She has ranked number six for best palmistry website and number 12 for best palmist in the world by combo of Google, Alexa and Bing. And she listens with a heartfelt compassion that guides you on the path of your highest good in every single palm reading she does for you. She is the only palmist in the world reading live on air discussion with participants who she discuss who de- what well, shall i say who she discovers in their scan copies that are mailed to her you guys and that's why she's a guest on our show you guys please welcome with an open mind and heart soulmate specialist miss Myrna Lou Goldbaum to the show miss Myrna Lou how are you I'm just great, and I'm really excited to be here. I think this is going to be fun for everybody. Yes, I agree, and I'm so happy that we have you on the show because, you know, everybody has questions when it comes to palm reading. Some people try to develop um, the skill themselves. 
others try to, you know, others will go to other uh, palmists to see what they say. And sometimes you have people that have good experiences and bad experiences. So I want my listeners to get a little bit information about you. So can you please express and tell us what made you want to choose palm reading versus being a doctor, a lawyer, or even a radio host? Anything in that room? <laughs> um, well, here's the thing. Um, uh-huh. I always wanted to be a writer. I wanted to be a reporter like Lois Lane from Superman. Yeah, right then, on. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've been doing palmistry since I was 10 years old. And so they, I heard you're supposed to write what you know about. So I wrote yeah. four books so far that are on palm reading. And I'm working on the fifth one right now. So um, I learned when I was 10 from a library book that my mother gave me. Really? Okay, now 10 years. Okay. But wait a minute. 10 years old, people will say, okay, come on. How did you learn, you know, from a book at 10? But now, personally, I get it. Because the majority of the time, any individuals that are here to help human beings and who are humanitarians, they start at a young age, you know, most of the time. Well, so, it just comes in. Yeah, right. Right. It's, just, um, it's called a light worker, but I didn't know that at that time. Um, what happened was she was a nurse at a hospital, couldn't leave because uh, the next shift didn't show up. And so she had to stay for eight hours, and I got noisy. So she grabbed a book and just said, here, this is on the volunteer wagon. Sit down and read that. And she didn't even have time to look at the title or what she gave me. And it happened to be a book on palmistry. But it's very complicated, and I couldn't understand a word of that book. But I understood the pictures. <clears throat> I had illustrations on every page. So I memorized them. Then I looked for that book for probably 45 or 50 years, and I couldn't find it. So I wrote my own. And the book that I wrote is called May I See Your Hand, because that's what I say to everybody. Yeah. Now, what age, though? What age did you write that book? So from 10 to what age did you? Well, I wrote it in 96, so I was uh, 25 years ago. 25 years ago. Um, I was in my early 50s, because right now I'm 78. Oh, bless you. Bless your heart. Now, okay, but you know what? My question is this. So after when you started... Um, taking in those pictures, because remember, you were 10 years old. It was a difficult book for you to read. Okay, I went Uh back every single day for six months, two semesters, to look at that book because they wouldn't let me take it home. It was written in 1895 by a Chinese man. So the kind I do is called Oriental Palmistry. It's not Hindu-Indian, but I get the same answers they do. So I studied that book, studied those pictures, then I started reading people, and my sister was six when I was ten. I learned on her hand. To this day, she won't let me look in her hand and walks with it behind her if I'm around. She's afraid I'll see something. But once I learn a hand, I know it for the rest of my life, and I just know the hand, and I memorize it. So. Wow, can you... Can you share with us? Is 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 that okay for you to share with us what you saw sure. in your sister that made her go, okay, wait a minute here? No, it's just when she was six, it scared her. You know, yeah. I didn't say how long you're going to live or, you know, if you go right. to college or any of that stuff. I mm-hmm. don't remember what I even said back then because that was a long time ago. It was 68 yeah. years ago. But the thing is, um, then I did Neighbors and the Milkman and the Mailman and everybody I could get my hands on. And I was getting a little better because I wasn't real good in the beginning. 
And by uh-huh. the time I was in high school, the boys would say, are we going to win the football game? And I'd say, just a minute, let me look. <laughs> of course, that's not on a hand, but I got a lot of dates that way. Ah! And then, <laughs> then when I got married, um, young couples, we would do things with other couples, and they all wanted me to read them. Okay, wait a minute. I want you, wait a minute. I want you to pause right there with the young couples because when we come back, that's exactly what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some of the couples that you started with, you know, um, that you literally played, you know, uh, I don't want to say doctor on, but you know, you you, you experimented on. You guys, hold on one second. We're getting ready to come up to tunes. This show is going to go by fast. Stay tuned because then you get to hear why I thought I was going to die. Oh, my goodness. Stay connected with DIA 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques right here on Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Attention ladies, have you ever wanted to create a successful platform and a voice for yourself? Do you believe in leadership, diversity, and equality? If you're between the ages of 18 to 30, by October, Miss Indigenous International Beauty Pageant invites you. Come compete and represent your country in the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty. And the first to do it globally. Teach the world while serving your community. Imagine yourself being the planet's Miss Indigenous. Finally, the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman. Hurry, space is limited. Go to MissIndigenous.com and apply now. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Salt is in nearly everything we eat, and many times it makes food taste so delicious. Even though the 2010 Dietary Guidelines for Americans recommends limiting sodium to less than 2,300 milligrams a day, Men's Health Magazine states that the average American takes in about 3,300 milligrams of sodium every single day. Your body needs some sodium to function properly because it helps transmit nerve impulses. It influences the contraction and relaxation of muscles, and it helps maintain the right balance of fluids in your body. But most of us are getting far more sodium than is recommended. Check out the sodium content in the foods you are eating and limit soy sauce, Parmesan cheese, bacon, smoked salmon, ramen noodles, and salami. It's time to kick the habit of too much sodium. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. Okay, so what do you guys know about soulmate specialists? You have a soulmate specialist and a relationship specialist right here all in one. Miss Myrner Lou. Okay, so let me ask you this because just before we went on break, right? You talked about how you, you know, how you kind of indulged in couples and, you know, <laughs> things like that, which well, well, I, I think had to married, be fun. So I was reading, you know, 20-year-old huh. couples who were already married. Oh, my goodness. But, Love and romance is fun to read, and that's my favorite part of reading a poem. Uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah. Because I can see broken engagements. I could see what's coming. I could see, you know, if somebody's going to be together forever, all kinds of things. Somebody's romantic, or they need to work on their uh, technique with each other. There's just yes. a whole lot of stuff that's on a hand. 
and you can do that just through pictures. The person do not have to be there in front of you, right? Oh, no. I've done uh, 93 countries, people in 93 different countries where they've emailed their hand to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and see, that's very similar to me because I do my readings via pictures as well. You do not have to be in front of me. It's it, it's 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 fantastic on how pictures give you and tell you so much information. Right. 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 You can just decipher it right off of there. Yeah. Yeah, you can. And then I have a question because I know I know this show is going to go by fast because we're going to have so much fun. Now, when you when you wrote your first book, right, that was uh-huh. you really discovering that was you really discovering what the hand holds. Um, how did you know you were ready to write a book about your oh, hand? Because it, the okay. uh-huh. when I tell you the story, you'll get a kick out of it. There's a okay. word called channeled or channeling, and I didn't yes. know that word at the time. But uh-huh. that book I wrote in one hour, and you can't write a book in an hour, but it just poured out of me. One day I went downstairs. We had a three-story house in Colorado. Uh-huh. I was sitting there, and I had a tablet, and every time I filled the page with handwritten stuff, I'd throw it on the floor. Then I went to bed, and I forgot all about it. And the next day I went to work. Then I came home and did dinner. Then I ran into the utility room downstairs because I was going to do a load of laundry, and I saw all these papers all over the floor in my palm reading room where I did my work. And I screamed for my husband, come quick, we've been robbed. So he <gasps> runs down the steps, and he goes, this is your handwriting. I didn't know I wrote it. So then we played a game called Concentration. Do you remember that? I know Concentration. Yes, yes. One of my favorites. (laughs) We turned every piece of paper upside down in our family room floor, and we had a big family room. And it took us 100 hours to match up everything I wrote. He'd hold up a sheet and go, thumb. I'd hold up one and go, nope, baby finger. Then he'd hold up one and say, middle finger. I'd say, no, now I have the thumb. Where's your thumb? And he'd have to find it. So we ended up finding everything eventually, and I put it on the computer. Then I sent a query letter out to 14 publishers, and I didn't think I'd hear from any of them, and four of them wanted that book. Four. Wow. That's like unheard of. That is. So that was my first um, introduction to editing and everything else because I did it all myself. And that was the first book, book, May I See Your Hand. Right, and it mm. has my picture on the front reading someone because the publisher wanted me to have an action shot, you know, an actual mm-hmm. doing something. Mm-hmm. So that was um, that book came out in '97 because it takes mm-hmm. a while after they get after you're accepted, and mm-hmm. um, I'm still doing book signings with it. I teach classes, and everybody buys it. I just sent one off to Canada yesterday. People order it for me. It's um, the way that I do palm reading is much easier than the hard way with Hindu, and you just dissect you dissect each line and do it one line at a time, and then you get information. Now you know I'm so happy you brought that up because when I decided, you know, I said let me go ahead, and I was with my cousin, right, my cousin Kadri, and we were playing around a little bit, and I was like, oh my god, I wish I knew how to read my own palm, and I'm reading my palm, and I called my cousin up because here I am, I'm getting information from YouTube, I'm getting information from um, certain books that I'm finding in the library, and so I said let me see if I can read my own palm. So as I'm looking at my hands, I'm saying, okay, it looks like that I'm supposed to have have two marriages. I'm reading all this stuff. And then I said, oh my God, 
I caught my cousin up right quick and I said, cousin, I said, I'm reading my poem and from the looks of it, from my understanding and from all the information that I've collected with the books, with my, I'm supposed to die. I said, I'm supposed to be dead in probably like in a couple of years. It's it's not early. Ah! (laughs) It's in the 90s. In the 90s, but no, that's I'm your heredity so, line, too. Yeah, okay, so I'm so happy you said that. You guys, you guys know you're going to get my information from my poem now. And I told my cousin, I said, I could have sworn I was going to live until my 90s. Like, I told, like, I my soul have always told me I was going to live until my 90s, right? And I yeah, said, right. So, well, what wait, is wait going on? Okay, anybody okay, under 50, anybody who's under 50 is going to live to 120 to 130. What? That's because technology, well, technology's coming in, modern science, medicine, all kind of things are changing. By the time you're my age, they're probably going to say, don't eat the food. Everything on this planet will kill you. And either yeah. you eat or you die. So uh, people in Peru are drinking water and breathing air up in the mountains, and they don't eat. And they live to 124 right now. They do. Yes, they do. Exactly. And I'm trying to get actually some of them onto my show, believe it or not. Okay. So now let's get into this soulmate connection book for all of my uh, listeners that who want to be in love, who want to find their soulmate. First of all, my first question to you is this. What is your definition of a soulmate? Okay. That's what I ask everybody when I give a lecture and I just did one the other night. I mm-hmm. say, what do you think a soulmate is? So people yell out, somebody you get along with. Well, that's part of it, but that mm-hmm. isn't it. It means mm-hmm. you lived on this planet before. It's called reincarnation. Mm-hmm. It's somebody you didn't get to complete something with in a past life. Everybody has past lives. Right. And you come to this world now, who you are, with memory banks or implants in you that are trigger when you meet the right person, and it is the soulmate from a past life, you know it because your system goes, I'm home, I found what I've been looking for. So my example would be grandma and grandpa. 500 years ago, grandpa died. You're not grandpa, but you were then because your sex changes each time you come back, and you've exactly. been back 17 times. So you have 17 soulmates in the world. So Who are you? Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Who are you talking to, me or are you talking to... So, you. Like, oh, you're, I've been, I've you been here 17. Have 17 times, yeah. Oh, my God. I did your hand. Oh. So um, what happens is you were grandpa, now you're you. Mm-hmm. Grandma died, and you didn't get to the hospital in time to say goodbye. So this time you meet the person who was grandma, and you're not grandpa, but you carry the memory bank of that, and you click. If you know what the click in the head is, when it's the right person, something yes. goes click, click. Yep. And if you both hear the click, it means you found your spot, your home. And that mm-hmm. is a soulmate. So mm-hmm. they don't all have to be sexual. They don't have to be all romantic. It could be a mother and a child. It could be two mm-hmm. men that are not gay, but they just really click. They get along yep. because in another lifetime, they were two best friends, women. Or one was a man, one was a woman. It doesn't matter. But what matters is how many times a person's been here, that's how many opportunities they have to get a soulmate. So to me, the definition is somebody from a past life that you reunite with in this lifetime and complete what you came here to do, then you don't have to go back up and look again. You're done. So it says, your hand says you're ascending. This is it. You got it or it's coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what would you say? Okay. Okay, no, I have a question because we're going to get into that. We're going to get more into that too um, in, in, in me. 
But what what would you say to people who say that palm reading is evil? Well, a lot of people are skeptics. And uh-huh. then I say, well, let me see your hand, and I'll show you something. And I tell them a couple things, and they go, oh, my God, did somebody tell you about me? And I go, no. <laughs> and so I'll tell you who the biggest skeptic was who was really thought it was terrible was Gerald Ford, and he used to be our president a long time ago. And I did an event in uh, Colorado, and there were a lot of movie stars there, and he was the keynote speaker, and he got in my line with the Secret Service. He had five of them. And I said, you better tell them to stand further back because you aren't going to want them to hear this. And he said, I don't know what I'm even doing in your line. I don't even believe in this shit. And he was carrying on terrible. So um, I said, well, I'm going to tell you something only you know and that I'm going to find out, and then you'll be a believer. He said, go ahead, prove yourself. So I look in his hand. I made a little prayer first that I'd be really good. I look in his hand, and I came up with something, and I said, when you were 19, you had you got some girl pregnant he goes betty ford doesn't even know that and he jumped up and he yells i'm a believer <laughs> wow no so way i took a skeptic and turned him around and he was about as high up as i've done i've done if i told you some of the movie stars i've done that were at that same party one of them was ivana trump who wasn't a movie star but i said to her i see you have trouble in river city she said what does that mean I said, it means that you're going to be having a divorce. She said, oh, no, me and the Donald are like that. And she holds up two fingers. Two weeks later, there's an announcement they're getting a divorce. Wow. Yeah, I got it right off her hand. You sure did, right off the um, hand. I did um, Kevin Bacon, who's wonderful, and he was was like a young boy. He looked really young and boyish-looking, and he was sweet as he could be, and his hand was full of wonderful stuff. Then I did Sliced Alone, and he had a head on him the size of an elephant. I mean, he was, you know, he had a big ego. And I did Clint Eastwood. So I've done people you've heard of. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, now, can you, you know, see? But, it, but they have a hand but, just like you do. I mean, you know, it's not that hard. Okay, right, exactly, right? But now my question is, what are you currently working on right now? Because I know you've done one, two, three. You've done four books, right? Right, I'm writing the fifth one. And the last one was about a cruise ship, and so is this one. And the last one was called Cruise to the Other Side, because that's big right now. Everybody talks about the other side. So the next one is about a cruise ship and a kidnapping of a newborn baby. That um, A couple gets wins a contest, and they get to go on a cruise, but they need a nanny. And this woman, who's 68, is the nanny. And she figures out she can make a lot of money if she sells a little blonde-haired, blue-eyed little baby girl to somebody in Puerto Rico mm. for big bucks, and she makes 100000 So I'm halfway through that book, and I need, um, I'm calling in the FBI right now. That's where I am on the book. But hmm. I have to call the FBI to find out what their protocol is so that it's right when I write it up. So that book, when it's finished, I might have a publisher again. Uh, oh. The cruise book. One of the producers in Hollywood was looking at my book about the cruise to the other side. Okay, let's pause right there. Let's pause right there because we're getting ready to come up on tunes again. And when we come back, I also want to know what Diary of a Palm Reader is about. You guys don't go anywhere. I still have to get my palm reading done. We still have other people who um, uh, gave us their palms uh, from the HRT uh, community. So we still have a lot to talk about, you guys. And uh, we're going to get more into this soulmate stuff. How do you know? What, What can we see? All right, stay tuned. 
Stay connected with DIA 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques. Right here on Face to Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Attention, ladies. Would you like to create a platform for your success? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Intelligence, a leader, or trendsetter? What about a queen? Well, if you're between the ages of 18 to 30 by October, Miss Indigenous International Beauty Pageant is looking for you to come represent your country. It's the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty, and the first to do it globally. Come create value a difference while serving your community. Finally, the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman. Hurry, space is limited. Beat the early bird deadline. Go to www.missindigenous.com. Apply now. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. We have all heard the saying that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. But is that true? According to Eat This, Not That, research shows that people who take time for a morning meal consume fewer calories over the course of the day, have stronger cognitive skills, and are 30% less likely to be overweight or obese. It's also interesting to note that people who skip breakfast are more likely to drink alcohol and smoke, and they're less likely to exercise. Your morning meal, in other words, is like the foundation of your house. Everything else rests on it. Eating breakfast sets you up for successful eating for the rest of your day. Make eating a healthy, low-calorie breakfast your priority. And don't skip the most important meal of the day. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. Oh, my goodness. We are having so much fun. Okay, so now before we went on the break, we were talking about all of your books that you have written. And one that I really want to cover and I really want to know a little bit about is Diary of a Palm Reader. Can you explain just a little bit what that's about? That book has 46, 42 love stories, but there are also other things, and it's um, take, all taken from different palm reading sessions that I've done, starting back when I was in high school in 1956, when I did one with Phil Donahue, who was 17 when I was 16, and I told him he would be the first TV talk show host in the world, and he was. Wow. And I did Irma Bombeck, and I told her she would write five books, and she did. And then there's people in there, um, there's murderers, kidnappers, embezzlers, blackmailers, out-of-body experiences, people about work, um, a reporter who worked for CNN. Mm-hmm. Oh, just the an list illegal goes on. psychic who was illegal in Boulder, Colorado, and he had to close down um, a robbery that backfired a ghost story, just everything that somebody that's an Elvis impersonator, uh, one of everything, the fountain of yep. youth. Mm-hmm. So a lot so of good stuff. Is, uh, so each story is maybe two pages long, and it's really a good st- book to take, like to work and stick it in the desk drawer 
when you mm-hmm. have a few minutes, you read it on a break, one story, then you put it away and take it back out. Yeah. Or you can put it on a coffee table and just leave it out for people to look at. It's a fun book. Okay, it sounds so, like great entertainment. Oh my goodness, I love stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I love stuff like that. There's some okay. creepy ones in there too. Okay, yeah. now, you can tell, can you, no, no, actually, I'm going to wait to answer this question because we're going to have other questions, but let's get into some of the hands that were sent to you from some of the people in the HRT okay. community. Um, okay. And we have, uh, let's see, there was one, Charlotte, we have a yeah, uh, Charlotte, Charlotte Spencer. Okay, let's Alyssa do Charlotte. and Alyssa's daughter. You want me to okay. do Charlotte? Okay. Yeah, let's do Charlotte first. So yes. what I do in every reading, there's five basic lines, and it's the lifeline, the love line, the work line, reproduction, and the bracelets. So mm-hmm. I looked at her lifeline, and hers shows the same as yours, longevity into the early 90s. And it says, remember, I said anybody under 50 has a chance to live way out there. Mm-hmm. And so she's sort of getting near the cusp. She isn't there yet, but it still means she's got a chance to go 120 to 130. Wow. Um, it shows she's strong and healthy, and she carries genes from her family. That shows they were all hardy individuals, and um, she's not a giver-upper. You know, she's a fighter, a survivor, sort of like you are. Yes, uh, and you know what? An I... idea. Uh-huh, oh, go yeah. Ahead. No, you know what? Let me go ahead and clarify that because one thing that is Charlotte, something that Charlotte always says, she says she gets her genes from her family, which is why she's a vegetarian or vegan. She's probably both to tell you the truth. She eats no meat. Her, her, um, her, her diet is fantastic. It's way better than mine. Like she won't even drink a soda pop. I'll drink a soda pop once in a while. But so you are confirming exactly what, and you have never met Charlotte, you guys. She has never met any of these people who we are talking about. Okay. So, but Charlotte talks about that and she always talks about how she's going to live a long life and I'm so happy because she's a great friend of mine. She never has anything life threatening and around the 60s she'll be going to the doctor but it's for arthritis. Okay. Um, She'll never have Alzheimer's. She'll never need a hospital. She'll never need a nursing home, a wheelchair. She is strong. Okay. She's skinny probably. Mm -hmm. Um, Her love line it shows her hormones came in on time. Mm. Uh, She found the boys but she was kind of quiet. She was shy. She had, um, when she was in high school, there's maybe six or seven she was interested in. Doesn't mean she went out with all of them. Mm-hmm. It just shows anything that impacts your brain shows up on the hand. And yeah. she had some of those, hoo, 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 you know. Well, she told me that. Yeah, she said, hey. She said, I was always out partying. Hey, that's what she tells okay. me. So, but it doesn't mean that was the one. It just meant right. that she was like up and down yeah. over everybody. Yeah. Um, it shows a marriage in the mid-20s. And then mm-hmm. it looks like it was possible until about 30-something, and then it looks like she had a divorce or a separation. Yeah. Um, it says she's in line to meet somebody who will sweep her off her feet. Woo! And it would never be another divorce. Oh, and right. I would be a soulmate from another lifetime. Mm. Um, he says, do whatever, whatever makes your heart sing. Mm. So she's never heard that from anybody. So it would be somebody who lets her be her. Yes. And to me, a soulmate lets you be you. They don't yes. uh, tell you what to do. They they have their friends, their activities. You have yours, but you're in the same, you march to the same drummer's beat, in other words. Yep, exactly. Um, it's, it's easy, right? Right? It's okay. just, it's, it's so just easy. On her work line, it says she's got a strong work ethic. She's logical, practical, sensible. She does things methodically. She's probably a perfectionist in work, but maybe not at home. She sets goals. She strives to reach them. 
she's determined. Um, when, when she commits to something, she follows through, she finishes it. She can't stand things that are half done. And then, let's see, reproduction says she could have reproduced four children. I don't know if she ever did that or not, but that's a national average of four little marks on the baby finger, mm. and she shows four. And it shows two male, two female, but it doesn't matter because the male determines what your egg is going to do anyway. So it just showed she could do four. Mm-hmm. And then there's bracelets everybody has that are at the on your wrist. So if you mm-hmm. put your elbow on your stomach, throw your hand out in front of your face, and bend your your fingers towards your nose a little bit, you see a whole lot of stripes on your wrist. Do you see? Yes. Them? Yep. Uh huh. Okay. Those are called the bracelets. I could see three on her, which shows 75 already, and she isn't even there. So that means that's a good thing. They came in early. That says you come from the fighter gene, which I mm-hmm. said she's a fighter and a, you know, um, a survivor. Perfect. And it says she's her own worst enemy because she self-sabotages with self-talk in her head. So she's her own best friend, her own worst enemy. That's mm-hmm. what I got for her. Okay, perfect. And and the next one we're gonna do is Alisa. Yep. Yeah, okay. she sent her she sent her picture in. What do you get with Alisa? Okay, her lifeline says she's gonna live a really long time because whether her relatives went long or not doesn't matter because her hand shows almost a hundred. And wow. um so that's really strong. I mean it's it, I can see it and it's really a good one. Mm-hmm. And it says she should watch her calorie intake before, she, and that she might have burnout if she eats doesn't eat enough protein at mealtimes. I okay. see that she eats on the run sometimes. Yes. Then um, on her love line, it says she's on the path to be married one time only to her soulmate. So if it hasn't happened, it's going to. Mm-hmm. And I think she was married, but I think she isn't anymore. Um, I might not be perfect on timing, but I think it shows... Around the 30s, she was married, but now she isn't. Um, the lines I'm looking at on the love line are on the thumb side of the palm, and they go towards the middle, and it shows two unions, and it doesn't always mean a marriage. It means two people who hung out together or, or lived together or something, but maybe it doesn't become permanent. Now, can um, you tell if someone is with their soulmate presently? Well, the soulmate symbol is by the wrist of the hand, and it's mm-hmm. what looks like a pyramid. And she mm-hmm. has one, and so do you. But that doesn't tell me if she's with that person right okay. today. Mm-hmm. Because Got in you. person, I could tell because it turns red. And that's the blood pressure that's up for it, and you're excited. But if you send me a copy of a hand, it's not in color. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see if it was red. Got you. Okay. Um, and then on the work lines, it says professionally she could have gone into a lot of different things. She seems to gravitate to jobs that involve humanity, mm-hmm. like uh, social work or working in anything that has to do with personalities. She could have been in the medical field, the body, mind, and spirit field. Mm-hmm. Sociology would have worked. Um, mm-hmm. She's detail-oriented, organized. She works hard at everything she undertakes. She's a multitasking. And sometimes she takes on too much at one time, and then she goes, but she does it. Um, Yes, that is her. That is her. I know her personally, so that is her. Okay. Um, Let's see. She takes on projects, and then she goes, why did I do that? But she does do them because she (laughs) said she would. That means she finishes what she started. Yeah. Um, I see her working in a network on TV or 
radio um, mm-hmm. in the next year. So it says she's going to be having her own show or doing something. Good. It says she won't make millions, but she'll be able to um, be way different than she is now. Be a lot okay. more money coming in. Okay. And um, let's say she gets a bright idea and she tells a company about it and it saves them millions of dollars. Let's say they gave her $10,000 a week for the rest of her life. That mm-hmm. that would be a millionaire. That isn't going to be her. Okay. Um, but it doesn't matter because if you're happy, you don't have to have that kind of money. You're absolutely Reproduction right. on her shows four, which is what most people show, but it shows two babies. And it shows they're perfect with arms, legs, and brain. That's all we care about. Yeah. Um, and on the bracelets, I see 75 on her. Each row is worth 25 years. So that means hers came in early, too, and that's a good sign. Okay. That's what I got for her. So I didn't exactly, you know, do really big, long workups on them because this was just for the show. Right, exactly. But when I do one and I send it out to somebody and they email me, I do five pages typed. Uh-huh. The report oh. is five pages long. Five pages so, long. Yeah, because there's all kinds of miscellaneous things besides the five basic lines. Like yeah. exes mean good luck wherever they're touching, so they could be on the lifeline or the soulmate mark or the love line. Um, guardian angels, everybody has some protectors. Islands mean you're trapped or cornered. Dots mean you're stuck. There's a teacher's block, ESP, all a lot of stuff. Allergies, mm-hmm. uh, grids and stripes on the fingers. Then reincarnation, I count past lives on everybody. So there's a lot to this. There is. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, my book it makes uh, it so simple that anybody can teach themselves right from that. May I see your handbook? Oh, my goodness. Looks like that's something that we're definitely going to have to get so that I do not um, underestimate or see something that I don't, that I know isn't there. <laughs> you guys, we're getting ready to come up on tools in just a second. And when we come back, we're going to do mine. We're going to do mine. So I'm going to let you guys in into my personal life. And I don't even know how much we're going to cover, um, but we're going <laughs> to... We're going to sit here and we're definitely going to have some fun. And then we're, and then my question that I'm going to ask, too, when we come back is, you know, how much can you tell when it comes to a child's hand? And I know that children, you know, you can't really see that much because there's so much that they have to experience and do. And, you know, and, and the list goes on with children. So I, I get that. But you guys hold on because I'm up next. Don't you go anywhere. And then we're going to talk about where you can find this beautiful soulmate specialist don't you go anywhere stay connected with dia six for more information on practical tips proven strategies and healthy techniques right here on face-to-face healthy relationship talk radio Listen up. Did you know recent studies are suggesting that women with skinny waists but sizable hips are smarter than other women? Scientists at the University of Pittsburgh and the University of California gave cognitive tests to a group of 16,000 women and girls of different body types and found the women with the greatest hip-to-waist proportions scored higher. Hmm, I guess that would make me a walking encyclopedia Britannica. No, no. 
hold on. That doesn't mean it's okay for us to be a powder pigeon. That's another name for a woman whose sizable hips can take up a whole supermarket aisle. Research suggests that the fat around fuller hips and thighs holds higher levels of omega-3 fatty acids, which helps the brain. I'm not sure if I would rather be able to do the Sunday crossword puzzle or get into those jeans I bought 10 years ago. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Most of us want to exercise, but sometimes motivation is a problem. It can be difficult to get started or to keep going. Cooper Aerobics Center in Dallas offers five tips to stay motivated in your exercise. Number one is make fitness a priority. Make it a habit and put it on the top of your priority list. Number two is set goals. Tasks are almost always easier to accomplish when there's something to look forward to in the end. Number three is make a specific plan. Get your calendar and start planning your exercise routine. Number four is grab a friend. Working out with a friend can really help with motivation and accountability. And number five is find a professional fitness trainer and see your fitness goals become a reality. I'm Annette Hammond. Visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Dia Six. All right, you guys, this time is going by fast. Now, before we went on a break, um, one of the questions that I wanted to ask you, uh, Ms. Goldbaum, is um, that, you know, what can people do? Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, how difficult is it? How much information, shall I say, can you get from a child's palm? Well, b- newborn babies have the hand the size of a quarter. And as they grow up, that hand grows with them, and everything that impacts the brain shows up on the hand. And so what I get is what they're born with, which is their familial background, Mm -hmm. and she looks just like the mother, so she has the same, you know, gene pool. Mm-hmm. But it shows that her IQ is high. She's headed for college. She's mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Hold already. on. And you guys, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me clarify something. This is Elisa's daughter who is four years old. Um, we, uh, she's reading the, the palm of a four-year-old right now. Okay, go ahead. Yes. Okay. So um, it says she's headed for college. She's way smart for her age because her IQ is really high. Mm-hmm. She'll be a great thinker when she, as she ages, and she has creative thought processing now. And, and I'm so happy that you clarified that because I did a face reading on Elisa's daughter and I told her those exact same oh, things. I said, do not okay. underestimate your daughter's way of thinking because she gets it. I told her that she gets it. So, okay. you know, okay. So now for me, okay, you guys ready? Okay. Hold on. I, I think I need to take off my jacket for this. It's going to get hot up in here. <laughs> well, but it just, it says that you're young at heart, not the chronological age that you really are. Yeah. So I think I'm 38 in my head, and you're younger than me. Ah, Mentally, really? we're talking uh-huh. about. So that's yeah. a good thing. Okay. Then um, it says you have a powerhouse of ideas. You're always coming up with more ideas. Oh, yeah. And so you have all this energy, and you have to do something with it. So you yeah. turn it into money, or you turn it into uh, projects. And yeah, creativity. That you're on. Yes. Uh-huh. Right. Your abilities and talents is really high. 
Um, it says you have a fork at the end of your IQ, and um, the lifeline starts the way I do it, from the baby finger side of the hand down towards the middle of the hand, goes across underneath the fingers, and then there's a fork there. And that little fork's IQ, but it also stands for um, people who are compassionate, who care about humanity, community, environment, animals. And when they have that, which you have that mark, it means that they're... Um, they get gifts from God, and the gifts are your friends, your health, your friend, you know, work, different things that you wouldn't maybe get if you were unlucky. And the reason you're lucky is because you're a giver, and givers get things, and users and takers don't. Then yeah. you have a double thickness on your lifeline, and everybody doesn't have that, and that's called a sister line for women and a brother line for men. And it means hmm. inside of you, in your you're for your own self. In other words, it's like a sister inside you saying, we can do this, we'll get it done. And it's like extra help for self from self. Mm. And it says you want to learn something every day. Yeah. You're spiritual, <laughs> loving, giving, thoughtful, all those things. Then um, it says, let's see, you're intuitive and can read people when you meet them. You're a visionary who can project out. You get bored quick, so you need a challenge, something yes. to look forward to. You need to keep your mind stimulated. Yeah. Um, sometimes uh, you think about other people before yourself, so you're the opposite of selfish. You like to keep busy. You take responsibility easily. You work for yourself, but not always. Sometimes you work for other people. Yeah. Um, you're, you're good at keeping records. You're detail-oriented, organized. Your lifeline says you're supposed to be going into the 90s, probably 92 to 94, but that's just your heredity. That isn't your, you could do the 120 to 132. Okay, that's, that's, I have two. Okay, no, I'm so happy that you said that because just like I said, you guys, I thought I was going to die. I was like, oh my goodness, cousin, this is what it says. My cousin cracked up laughing. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. I'm listening. Okay, so you have two guardian angels and those are people who died since you've been born that are feel something special for you. So they're hanging out with you. Okay. Um, It says your, your IQ is street smart, not straight A student. Yes. Okay, um, that means common sense. Yeah. The love line says you have a wishbone that looks unbalanced, so that looks like there was somebody in your life who was not an equal and was an opposite, not a like, and your system needs a like. You need somebody as full of energy as you are, yeah. who's young at heart. Um, it looks like you either had the love affair of the century or it's coming because I can't see that you have it right this minute. Yeah, well, I'm a... a t- of good lo- yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. says you have a lot of good luck on that area. Ah. So, um, your X is huge. Most people have little tiny ones the size of like a typed X, and yours is a big one. Oh. I told you you had 17 past lives. That means you're 1,700 years old plus this lifetime. <laughs> and so that means you came back 17 times. So normal, when I tell you this, you aren't going to like it. Normal <laughs> is four to seven. So you're 10 above normal, but I only yell if it's over 20. So if somebody's been here 32 times, I go, what is wrong with you? Can't you get this accomplished? And, and you I know what? Them. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and justify something, okay? There yeah. is a there is a medium that came onto the show. His name is Christian Han King. I'm gonna see if I can get him back on the show, you guys, but he's a medium. And when he did my reading, he said the exact same thing. He said, What is wrong with you? He said, You are an old soul, honey. You are a prune. This is what he told me. And he yeah, said, You keep seventeen hundred <laughs> years is pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my so God. I've been here one other time, so I'm 100 years old plus now. So you know uh-huh. 1,600 years more stuff than I do. Woo. Okay. So yeah. on work, it says you have many talents and abilities. You're psychic. You have been all your life. You get people to give you what you need or want without even, they don't even realize it. Uh-huh. So my example there would be if you were a teacher and you gave a test and they didn't get it, you would come in through the back door and make it so interesting they would give it to you anyway. And then when you test them, they'd all pass. That's right. That's <laughs> so right. you're a leader, not a follower. Mm-hmm. Says you're the opposite of lazy. Um, you're going to work past 65, probably go to 70 ah. because you get a kick out of what you do. Yes. It says you could write, teach, lecture with no problems. Um, you're good for yourself at this time because you're on the path that's for your highest good. You're doing things to help other people. Yes, I And am. I can't see your bracelets because they cut off in the picture. Oh, my goodness. On the okay. fingers, we have flanges, and those are called, um, you have fingerprints, and then the other part of your finger is divided into flanges. And on your flanges, you have stripes, and every stripe is a boo-boo you made sometime in your life that you had to fix. Uh-huh. Okay? Okay. Um. Let's see. On work, it says, "I told you, you're not. You're a leader, not a follower." Yeah. Um, That's why I work for you myself. Probably should have been a teacher. That was really your calling. I don't know if you knew that or not. Well, you know what? Let me explain something on why I'm, I think I know why you say that. I do teach. I do teach, although I do I don't like the school system, so I don't teach in that way or form. But I do no, no, teach you in don't other have ways. To. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right. Yes. It yes. Mean a school teacher. It means okay. teach. Okay. Okay, yes, and guess okay. what? I am doing that now, and my name actually means, Daia, you guys, means inviter to truth. So, oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the soulmate thing, it says you're supposed to reconnect with somebody where there's no competition, bickering, sexual tension. It should just be smooth sailing. And yeah. nothing's 100% perfect in this world, but you're supposed to have almost perfection. But then I you're a perfectionist that. to begin with, so... <laughs> I uh, you that. need somebody that can put up with that because you don't like messy people who are slobs. Cannot. Right? You can't come my way if if that's your if that's your way of living. <laughs> Sorry, I can't I can't tolerate it. I'm allergic to it. I and and yeah yeah. Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> okay. Um, and it says usually you learn a lesson in a past life, but um, one of the lessons you didn't. I have to ask you a stupid question. How do you no. like swimming? You know what? I didn't like it at first, but I do now, and I can swim. I'm like a fish in water. Okay, because in a past life, you drowned. I, you know what? Thank you for, I, you know what? I felt that. I felt that I did drown okay, in another past life. Well, you didn't life. like it in the beginning yeah. because you were afraid a little bit, mm-hmm. and you didn't want to ever drown again, so that's a lesson that you learned. Okay. Um, okay, I don't know who you were in the other past life. Let's see if I can get that. Okay. You guys, this is good stuff, you- right? I got one. Okay. You lived during the time of Christ, that oh. century, and you were 35 years old. So that's all I have. But how did you uh, like that? Interesting was that. 
Oh my goodness. I lived. Okay. I lived in the time of Christ. Wow. How wonderful is that for someone to say that? Well, you probably died at 35 that century because that would have been normal too. Yeah. Back then. Right. Okay. So let me ask you this. Can you see, you know, and you know what, I know that you said that you know, when someone's with their soulmate that, you know, there's a there's a certain type of, uh, you know, energy that shows in their uh, palm where it turns bright yeah, red, right. you know, in their yeah. hand. Right. And, and and I so get that. But how can you tell how do you what do you think you can tell someone if they think that they may be with their soulmate or not? Well, I've had to what buy are, a lot of wedding presents over the years from people that I put either put together or that I saw that and called it so how i know is when two people click it just shows up on the hand that you feel like you found home yeah the only way i say that is your gut is calm and peaceful and happy and excited at the same time and i'm so happy you said that because hold on because we're getting ready because i want people to know exactly where they can find you i tell people you guys all the time that relationships are hard it's the people that's in them that make the relationships hard and when they're hard that's a sign that this is not the person for you now you know what we have to tell people where they can find you where they can get information right, because we're finishing i know that i yeah. told you it would be fun i um, know okay. so they can email me at hmg that's our initials at private i and it's P-R-I-V-A-T-E-I.com. And the reason I have private eye, what I do is private just between me and one person, and I is doing it, so it's a little letter I. So it's privateye.com. Um, my website is myrnaloupalmistry.com, and it's spelled M-Y-R-N-A-L-O-U-P-A-L-M-I-S-T-R-Y.com. So um, I use my middle name for work, and it's like Mary Lou, only this is Myrna Lou mm-hmm. Palmistry. And um, I've had 700,000 hits on my website. So Oh, my goodness, you guys. Okay, well, based off all the information that we have today, Miss Myrna Lou, do you even, do you um, approve this message? I loved it, and thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yes, proving every minute of it. Yeah. Yes, I am too. You guys, we're going to have to have her back. There's so much more, you guys. I'm wishing everyone love, peace, justice, freedom, and 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 love all that good stuff, you guys. Till next time, I am Daiya Six, and we'll have more to come next week. Oh my goodness. Proper tools to build you a solid foundation. Don't forget to visit facingrelationships.com for further assistance. That's www.facingrelationships.com.